Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to it on the block on your Friday. Thanks for downloading us in here on 93.7 The Ticket. No time to waste. Man, I mean, hey, listen, I'm giddy. I'm excited. He's like one of the guys for me that kind of makes me kind of like feel like tingly because I'm like, this man is a is is a gem, you know, at the sport that I was ha- happy to be able to play myself. So I'm glad to have him. Who is he? Darren Erstad, Husker legend, player uh, for baseball, football, and head baseball coach for a while. Darren, thanks for joining the show today. How's it going? Doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing good, man. Listen, it, it's truly a pleasure to have you on here, Darren. We came in at the same time, so uh, obviously, you know, you you were doing your thing on the baseball field, uh, you know, and then I, I, I got drafted out of high school, but you're the number one freaking pick uh, overall in 95, man. And, and you know, I, I looked at your, your, your high school batting average, too, and you beat me by, you know, about – four points and I didn't like that <laughs> uh, I hit like 483 and you're you're doing a lot better than me but nonetheless you had a great career man and it's it's glad to have you congratulations on the okay. uh, Hall of Fame endorsement man I mean you you know you it's well earned well deserved uh, you did a great service not only in your time here at Nebraska but also in your time as a baseball coach so we appreciate that as well no thank you thanks Eric and uh this thing with, with Shane and Alex, you know, they get all the credit for putting Nebraska baseball on the map with going to the College World Series, which is great. But I blame you for signing pro. If we, if you would have played baseball in college at Nebraska with me, we would have probably won a national title. Woo. I'm blaming you for that we weren't better. <laughs> I know, man. That would have been so dope to get, have the opportunity to do that with you, man. Um, you know, your career, man, you know, two all-stars. Um, you know, Golden Gloves three times. You know, winning a, uh, a world championship. Man, I mean, just just tell us about the experience because I, I I got to see it at the minor league, and and you've been through it. You 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 moved up faster than I did, but nonetheless, you you understand what that minor league grind is all about. But what was it that that gave you just the 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 inkling to just kind of press through? All that you saw, you know, the, you know, they, they, we're not making the kind of, we didn't make the kind of money that they're making now. So, so let's just throw that out the window. You, we made good money, but what was it that just kind of drove you to press through to, to, to uh, the next level? Well, it's just, I think a lot of, just like a lot of kids, you know, you just dream of being a big leaguer and that's what you wanted to do. And it's just, that drive just never stopped. And um, unfortunately I had a little bit of ability and had some great parents that, you know, just made the game fun. You know, they didn't put any pressure on me. They they said, you know, try all sports. Hey, whatever one you like. And, you know, I really enjoy baseball. And being in North Dakota, we basically had two months of warm weather to play. So you just, you had that sense of urgency to, to go play. And you played all the time when it was warm out. and Just fell in love with the game. And then, you know, I, I tell kids all the time, you have to love what you do. Because, like you're talking about, the grind of the minor leagues, unless you've been through it, you can't you can't even explain it to people. They can't understand. So the thing that you have is when you're struggling and things are tough, your love of the game gets you through all that stuff. And I think that's the the biggest thing for me that that kept, kept me going uh, is that love for it. And you just have to have it or you're not going to make it. 
Absolutely. Coming out of Jamestown, see, I think this is something that a lot of people don't know about you. Um, you know, they when they talk about multi-sport athletes, they, they say, Strick, man, you were, you were great. Football, baseball, basketball. You were too, man. Out of Jamestown, I mean, not only was you a place kicker kicking 50-yard field goals <laughs> for the football team, uh, doing the same thing for the Huskers and winning a national championship, you also played hockey. You played hockey, and then you also did track and field. So you were a four-star uh, athlete in, in winning state titles also in the in the hurdles as well. So um, would you attribute a lot of that success? Um, because I tell them all the time, base, you know, baseball taught me a lot about all my other sports cerebrally. How can I, you know, think through process, five plays ahead? You know, I tell them all the things. How did the, being a multi-sport athlete for you – um, fit for, for, for how baseball was going to ultimately be the sport you chose? You know, at the time, we didn't have a choice in a small town in North Dakota. Everybody had to play all the sports, so you didn't know, you didn't know about specialization. But, the, you know, I think it just it creates better athleticism by, you know, different functional move, moving parts of your body. And, and, you know, like for, you know, baseball, uh, you know, I don't know, like playing year-round and training, the one thing that – that I like about playing multiple sports is you just kept, you kept competing. They're always keeping score. It always meant something. And you're learning how to win. Mm. And you, when you lost, when you lost, you learn how to, when you learn how to lose. And when you specialize and you're not competing, you're just training, you, you lose that edge. So those kids that have wrestled or played basketball or played hockey and they just, and they played multiple sports. I feel like they just have a different level of understanding the importance of winning. And it's not just, and this is a general statement, but it, when you specialize, it's about yourself. And mm-hmm. when you're not specializing, you're part of a team. Learning how to be part of a team is, is a special concept. And for me, you know what? I still play hockey every every Sunday. I'm on Green Machine. And, I mean, I can't – I love it. We have a great team, and you get that camaraderie. I can't wait. It's the best hour of the week for me because it's, you, you have that team thing. And if I wouldn't have played hockey and focused on baseball, I'd never have that opportunity. So that's just – it's still going today. Darren, we know about you being drafted number one, but you're also drafted out of high school, uh, out of Jamestown there. What was it that drew you to Nebraska instead of going pro right away out of high school? One name, and his name's Steve Gillespie. He was the assistant baseball coach at Nebraska when I was a sophomore in high school, and he came up in the summer and coached our Legion team. And he gave John Sanders my name, and that's it. And then they ended up, uh, asked me to come on a visit. I brought a VHS tape with me. John Sanders never saw me play baseball. Really? And they saw a video, videotape, and that's how they that's how they recruited me. And uh, yeah, so it, <laughs> I have Steve Gillespie to thank for a lot of stuff, and he, uh, he's a special man. So it's uh, we're just very fortunate, and I'm glad that uh, you know I got drafted by the Mets out of high school. And my mom, who's listening right now, she's in town here, but uh, I thought it was pretty sweet. I was going to go buy a car and, and go, and she basically <laughs> just said get your butt you're going to school so i didn't really have a choice and uh, i'm glad it worked out that way you had a heck of a time at school too winning a national championship in football uh the baseball career you had too i mean what was that like you win the national championship with football in 94 uh, go on to that baseball season you had in 95 and then you're the number one overall pick in 95 uh that mlb draft what was it like being darren erstad for that that year that nine months of time well it's I don't even think about that stuff. Like even playing, I got to play 14 years in the big leagues. I I literally was at at Angels big league camp a couple weeks ago, and I didn't even feel like I played. It doesn't feel real. I think that's why they say it's you know that's your dream and you live a dream, and 
that's that's why I pushed so hard. I, it didn't even feel like I played. And when I look back on that stuff, it doesn't even feel like it's real, like it happened. And you know, I've just, I've just been so blessed to be in the right spot at the right time and and make the most of those opportunities. I mean, to be able to just jump on that football team after they had a heartbreaking loss against Florida State in the Orange Bowl the year before. I mean, those guys were so motivated, and I mean, to just get out of their way, they they were not losing. I mean, it was. Just I was so lucky to be able to be part of that team, and uh, you know, same thing with the Angels. We just struck fire and found a way to win a world title, and just uh, I don't know. I've been pretty pretty lucky. So Darren um, had a great run here at Nebraska. Got to a, a few regional, national. I mean, uh, NCAA regionals. Just wasn't able to break through. Um, what, what, when did you? Because I know for me, when when it when I knew it was time. Uh, both in coaching and both in baseball, when when did it kind of click for you that you just said, you know what, it, it's time, it's time to move on? Well, in baseball, you know, I knew when I went to Houston my last two years, my role was going to be a bench player, and that's fine. And my first year there, I had a good good role. You know, I played, you know, once a week, twice a week, and got to pinch hit. And you know, then you start having kids, and you're you know, you're like, you go on the next, my last year, you go on the road trip and you get maybe one pinch hit at battle for seven days. And you're like, what, what, what am I doing? It's like sitting on the bench and not, not even helping. It's like, it, it didn't seem, you know, it, it just, you know, it's like the Grim Reaper just taps you on the shoulder. And unfortunately everybody has that point where they're just not good enough. They can't do it anymore. And I kind of got to that point and there's very few people that just get to say that uh, I'm retiring. Just walk away. You know, they, yeah. kick, they kick you off the train. They, yeah. it, people say, oh, I retired and such and such year i'm like no you just weren't good enough anymore it's, so it's you know like Derek jeter mariano rivera those guys they get to they get to pick when they quit but uh for the most part that's not how it works and from a coaching standpoint um i knew i wanted to see our kids grow up and, and what they were doing but coach osborne asked me to uh, you know help kind of get the culture back in line and, and get things headed in the right direction. And, and when he says, you know, ask you to do something, you do it. So yeah. I, I did it. And, uh, you know, I was never going to leave until I had that sucker in a good, solid position. And I still, I kicked myself and pound my head against the wall to this day for not being able to get farther in the regionals. We had a couple opportunities and we just didn't do it. And that, you know, I just, I, that's, I just have to live with that. It sucks. But from a culture standpoint, from a talent standpoint, I thought we had a really good thing going. And I probably stopped maybe t- two years earlier than I thought I was going to. But it just, you know, when we were driving back from Oklahoma City, I just, you know, I, I just, you just know. And I just uh, said, I want to see our kids grow up. And I miss, I miss the heck out of coaching. I miss the heck out of the kids. And um, I love that part of it. But trade offs in life. And I also love getting to see uh, our uh, kids grow up. Dope. You're back at Haymarket Park tonight to to get your jersey retired. Who was it that first approached you about that? When did you find out that this was happening? Co- Coach Bolt, you know, he reached out, and I stay in touch with him. So, you know, he reached out and mentioned it. And Curtis Ledbetter, you know, kind of set everything up. So, um, yeah, I just it, again, it just doesn't. I, I don't. I personally look at myself. I don't think I'm good. Enough. Like I don't. I didn't. I always feel that way, and it's like yeah. You know, you, you, but I just. It's just. It's in your. You're always wanting to do better, but when we get there tonight and you're around it it's just it's, i'm just very honored and um you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night what does it mean to you to go have this honor the same night as alex gordon and shane coming i mean three of the mount rushmore dudes 
in Husker baseball going in the same night. As you look at uh, what Alex and Shane did at Nebraska, what you did, what does it mean to you to go in alongside those guys? And what are some similarities you think that drove uh, all three of you uh, to the heights you got to at Nebraska? Well, I'm going to be clapping for them louder than anybody because, in my opinion, they are the ones that put Nebraska baseball on the map. I mean, Shane especially, you know, that first team with him and Coach Bolt and all those dudes that broke over through that wall that we thought was impossible in getting Nebraska to a college world series. And and then Alex, you know, then they just take it to another level and do it three times. It's crazy. They they went back to back there. I mean, so what they did, I just, it's, it's truly, it's pretty incredible. I mean, it really is. And, um, you know, just to, I think that, cause there's been, I mean, a lot of people don't know, but if you look through Nebraska baseball, there's been a lot of big leaguers and a lot of really good players in, you know, for those guys to, to do the heck, our, our team, our teams, when I was there, we were really good and we couldn't do it. And they found a way to do it multiple times. So I just, uh, it's an honor to go in there with them. And I know, I know Alex really well. I know Shane a little bit, but uh, I'm excited to get to the yard and hang out with them. It's Darren Erstad, former Husker baseball player, former Husker football punter, former Husker baseball head coach, Los Angeles Angel, uh, White Sox, Astro, you name it, Darren Erstad has done it. Darren, congratulations again on the honor of getting your jersey on the wall. We're excited to, to watch the ceremony tonight, see that number up there for years to come. Enjoy the festivities, enjoy the ceremony, and thanks for spending some time with us here on the block. You bet you guys, appreciate it. Thanks. There he is. Listen, I, I, I tell you, man, he he's one of the ones that, um, I get giddy about because I, I watched him, you know, when I was, when I was doing my thing, you know, in, in, in the off season, I'd be watching Darren, Darren, get it, get busy. And, and so, um, I, 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 we're both lefties. I mean, mm. I don't throw left. I, I'm, I'm one of those crazy ones, but I that throw left right. throw, right. I, 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 I'm, 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 my I'm, 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 it's crazy. Like I, I actually, when I was with the Marlins, they wanted me, I could switch, but they were like, I'm, I'm only there for a short period of time because I'd only come for, I didn't come for full spring. Mm-hmm. So they were just like, stay left. And, but I would throw right and I eat, eat with my left. But with, I mean, with my right, kick with my, my right, um, shoot with my left. I'm just one of those weird kids, man. <laughs> Do a little bit of everything with every hand. It's impressive. Did, did you notice being, you know, more actually able to use both? Did that showcase in basketball? Able yeah. To go both ways? Yeah. And, and, and that that was what was one of the funniest things about because <laughs> people would be like, you know. I'll make him go right. Left make hand- him go right. Yeah, he's left-handed. Make him go right. And I'd be like, okay, cool. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Know you. Thank you. <laughs> Easy layup for me because I was a strong right-hand driver, you know. So it was like, okay. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. But Darren, man, he was, a, he was a stud, bro. I mean, he can put that ball down there, too. He, you know, he dropped some 50, 60 yard punts. And so he, he could have went either way. Like he had choices. <laughs> he had options if he wanted to go another way. He made a good choice for him. You made a good choice for you. And that's what we love about the University of Nebraska, giving, giving guys opportunities to, to play multiple sports and multiple times. I'd be curious. The one thing I would like to go back and ask Darren, was any other school going to let him do that? Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. I mean, but but what one of the things he said is that um, – when Coach Osborne asked you something, you know, um, you heard Amon Green. I think if you would have listened to him uh, on the show on 93.7 The Ticket, he's now, you know, doing some stuff with us here too. Um, you know, he basically said Tom Osborne came into the, uh, the room with his father and sat down and said, if you do your books, 
if you do um you know in your if you do your if you do your books if you do your off the field and if you take care of this uh um, you know, your your assignment books, you know, mm-hmm. as far as on the football field. He says, and you'll have a chance to play. Well, then the dad asks him, do you, do you think my son will play as a freshman? He says, if he does this, does that, if he does that, he will, and, and performs on the field, he will have an opportunity to play, and he did. And so that's the thing as to why I even came out. Like, Coach Osborne, it's just he has a way and a knack. If he if he asks you something, it's not like in your face, and you know he he just he commands respect, and he's gonna mm-hmm. say you know strict when you're coming, and then you you freaking find yourself coming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just how it is with with Coach Osborne. He's dope. Guy would have liked to have played for. Him. I think yes. everyone in the state would have liked yes, to have no you know, taken a class, played for Coach no Osborne. Uh, again, I say this on that day that I went out on that a day or two that I went out to practice. That's probably the most Nebraska through uh, in mm-hmm. in that one practice in probably all of a season. Yeah, <laughs> in all the games yeah. they probably played, they probably threw, <laughs> and they were probably trying to sucker me in <laughs> to do that. I, I know you guys are throwing the ball like this. Stop it! You know what I mean? It was funny. You can see cool. right through it. I can see through that. Wise eye. Big thanks to uh, Darren Erstad for joining us here on the show. Make sure you're out at. Uh, well, the whole baseball complex tonight. Softball uh, playing at home tonight. Baseball taking on Illinois. Both teams opening up Big Ten play. Uh, big thanks to Darren Erstad again for joining us here on the block. If you uh, missed the conversation, you want to listen back to it, we'll make sure we get that up on the podcast here pretty quick for you uh, so you can go back and listen. And uh, make sure you're out there supporting the Huskers and the former Huskers, Darren Erstad, Alex Gordon, and Shane Comunay as uh, their jerseys go up on the outfield walls tonight. That'll do it for this segment. We're playing the shootout with Strick on the other side. 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Call now for your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. We're playing the game next.